Hello! Welcome to Tay to Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Midnight Rain from Midnight's. Yes, we did. And today, we are discussing our first R song. Woo woo. Ready for it. From Reputation, which also starts with an R. Mm-hmm. How about that? Mm-hmm. Ready for it is the first track on Reputation. Reputation was released on November 10th, 2017, and this song was co-written by Max Martin, Shellback, and Ali Payami. Ready for it was released as a single on September 17, 2017, and peaked at four on the Billboard Hot 100. Mm. The music video was later released on October 26, 2017, which was directed by Devin's guy, Joseph Kahn. <laughs> Only my guy? I mean, I like Joseph Kahn, but I feel like he's like your guy. Uh, Definitely. Joseph Kahn is the golden age of Taylor Swift music videos. I mean, they're really, a lot of them are really solid, but not all of them. Mm, But most of the best. Most of the best. Yeah. Ready For It has been performed live by Taylor 60 times. She played it on Saturday Night Live on November 11th, 2017. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And then she performed it at all of those Jingle Balls and Bashes that year. (laughs) (laughs) The, the, you know, uh, Holiday FM 100, FM... Kiss FM. Kiss FM. Z100. Jingle Bell Ball. All that stuff. And then, of course, she played it every night as the opener for her Reputation World Tour. Which, honestly, may be the most incredible opener of all time, and I didn't even see it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the best opener ever. Just so iconic. And I've only seen the DVD. <laughs> the DVD, of course. So, Dev, mm. what do you think about Ready For It? Ready For It? I am Ready For It. Yeah, I, don't, I honestly don't know what is my favorite aspect of this <laughs> song. There's so many variations of this song that exists that all kind of like coexist in my head to create this thing of ready for it that I love. There are just so many parts of it, like the actual song, the music video, Mm. the unreal opener that we just talked about for the tour on a DVD, you know, those three things. (laughs) I didn't realize what you were saying when you said variation. Now I get it. Yeah. Those three parts of what this song is make it what it is for me mm-hmm. it isn't just the song it isn't just the music video it's like all of it together got it in my head makes it what it is okay okay so i don't know what part of all of that makes me love it the most mm. let's start with the song it's good it's like incredibly catchy and great to dance to. You have those opening low synth hits, the bwah, 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 just yeah. like so epic, just like the most epic. And you get this build that bum, 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 up to Taylor's first verse. And before she even starts singing, she clears her mm-hmm. throat. <clears> throat> and you're just like, okay, Taylor's got something to say here. Mm-hmm. And Taylor's got something to say on this whole album. Oh, yeah. Just so iconic. Like, m- one of one of the most iconic Taylor moments in her music, I think, is that <clears throat> mm-hmm. when the beat drops during the first verse, so good. Just so, so good. Taylor sounds so great here. She's sassy, and but she's powerful, and she's 
like she just has you in the palm of her hand like the whole song and then you get like this totally different sound for the chorus from the verse Mm. which is like this dreamlike state her voice goes higher it's just like this really cool juxtaposition to the hard like throwing out rhymes of the verse Mm. two very different parts of the song and i think two very different aspects of taylor on this album Mm -hmm. i think that you have the hardcore like no take no prisoners like i'm gonna basically just like rap like at you and and tell you how i'm feeling but then also there's this side of me that's like in the middle of the night and there vulnerable. it's this vulnerable dreamlike sequence that also is on this album mm. so it's giving you both sides of the album which mm. we've talked about a lot on the podcast how the beginning of it is more like the what the public and the news outlets and everything sees Taylor as versus how she's really feeling mm-hmm. through all of this. Really, really, really cool. And then y- you have the oh, you're right, all right, which just <laughs> so good. And you get those crazy bass synth hits again. It's just so good. And you're just like, you want to scream? Yes. Yes, I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> the way she sings, you can be my jailer, Burton to this Taylor. First of all, this is the first time I ever knew that that was the lyric, Burton to this Taylor. You didn't know that? I had okay. absolutely no idea. But how she sings that line is so good. Mm-hmm. You can be my jailer, Burton to this Taylor. It's just like, <laughs> it's so good. And then you have those baby let the games begin. Those are so great. And of course, the final time through the chorus is amazing with her, you know, overlapping that baby let the games begin. And then of course, all of her great vocal gymnastics. Yeah, yeah. So, so good. You can see the things we do, we do. Like, so good. So that's the song. And then, and then you have the opening to her tour, which I didn't get to see because of reasons we all know. And, (laughs) but on that DVD, when this concert starts, it is maybe the most epic thing I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life in terms of concerts. How the the countdown is basically happening with like the montage video and the reputation. Reputation. And then you just get the drums. Doom, 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 doom. Baby, let the games begin. And, and you're like, what's happening? What's happening? And then the thing slowly opens yeah. up and there's this red light with the fog and she's standing there silhouetted in her famous pose. I already for it. And then just like, I would, I would have maybe, you know, just like died and gone to heaven right there. Yeah. And I wasn't even a Swifty back then. Hence why I was not invited. But that, <laughs> that moment and that performance has also influenced how I feel about this song. Absolutely. 100%. And then, of course, we'll talk about the music video, which also influenced how I feel about this song. So do I like this song? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's What's so funny about you talking about that, like seeing that for the first time and like wishing you had seen it live and that kind of thing, is so much of your first reaction to this song when it came out as a single Mm -hmm. is why you weren't invited to the reputation. Because I didn't get it. At all when you it didn't, first came out. You didn't out. get it. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that because I, I didn't fully get it either. But like you were like, I remember I was like, well, what's the name of the song? You go, let the games begin. Because that was the part that I had stuck in my head singing yep. over and over again. Yep. And I was like, you, you don't get it. You don't even know. <laughs> and it's so funny because of how much you like this song now, how much a part of this song was me being like, he's not a real yeah. fan. Yeah, <laughs> this one and then look what you made me do. Both yeah. of them. I, both of them, I was like, I don't get either of these. Yeah. What is the point? Like, this well, is not 1989. Yeah, which is like, I understand, but like, that <laughs> was the point yeah. with Reputation. Yeah. yeah. And now I, I'm obsessed. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, oh, if only I could go back to... 2018 until 
Bebe Devin, <laughs> all of this. Yeah. So, Gab, what do you think about Ready For It? I mean, you just covered it super well, but Ready For It was just such an iconic album and tour opener. Like, just the perfect start to the Reputation era and, like, setting the tone, mm. I'd say. It, like, it's really, really fantastic opener in all senses. And, like, those, like, heavy beats that start the song, like, you're just, like, in it. You're just like, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. And, like, I agree, the clearing her throat is so perfect, especially for this album. Like, I've got some things to say. And then we go into Taylor's fastest lyrics in, like, the rap section, which is just so fun to sing along to. I love, like, trying to learn lyrics and learn them Mm -hmm. fast. So that's how I knew the lyrics this one, because it was so hard for me to sing it fast. Like, I read them early on to try and, like, learn it. And, like, I remember when it first dropped and, like, along with Look What You Made Me Do, because it was, I think, the second single, she started releasing, like, promotional singles from the album. If you bought the whole album, you could, like, unlock certain songs Right, right, right. Which was really fun. And, like, we'd start, like, it would, like, be revealed on the iTunes back when, like, Uh you you had to buy all your music. I guess Spotify might have existed. It did exist back then, but I wasn't using it. Yeah. And so I remember when, like, Look What You Made Me Do and Ready For It first dropped, there were such different sounds for Taylor that they definitely caught a lot of fans off guard. Yeah. And not fans. And it definitely caught me off guard how different it was, how hardcore almost it was Mm -hmm. or whatever. The edge to it, the rapping. And, like, I remember at first being, like, a little embarrassed by the rapping and, like, wondering what is this album going to be? Where is it going? Like, trying to figure it out. And then... I believe that Gorgeous and Call It What You Want were also promotional singles that were really shortly Mm. after or, like, around the same time. And, like, so those kind of reassured me, okay, like, it's still Taylor. She's trying out different things. Like, she's showing different sides to herself. So, like, really quickly, the song grew on me, like, Mm -hmm. in a major way and then obviously got stuck in my head sure um to the point where i was always going let the games begin and you were like why are you always singing that part (laughs) but it definitely was like an adjustment first like like listening to it and especially too because with look what you made me do was easier for me to immediately buy in because it dropped with the music video sure yeah and this one didn't first i just had the song and i'm like this is so different but then like once you started seeing the whole album come together and really understand what reputation was i was like oh my god Mm -hmm. this is epic yeah but i do remember those moments i remember that Mm -hmm. in our relationship fully (laughs) and i was just like you don't get it. And I was like upset that you didn't get it and like wasn't giving the song a chance. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I love the overall production of the song. It's just so good. And especially when it goes from like the verse and pre chorus into that chorus, that's so different. That transition, I think, is just like fantastic. So good. And unexpected, which makes the song so interesting to listen mm-hmm. to. Yeah. And like that chorus too was just so purely like classic Taylor and like kind of like wildest dreams vibes mm-hmm. um so I remembered also hearing that being like okay like this is the Taylor like I know yeah I just love how she sounds there like a lot and then like I love the transition back after the like in the middle of the night of my dreams part where she's like I am ready for it I love those parts like so much they're so good they're sassy fun so i love sassy. like the the spitting lyrics you know i like yeah. that part and she's like getting her feelings out i think the lyrics in the whole song are just really fun yeah and then like 
I said this before, but I love the Baby Let the Games Begin outro. It just like, it's kind of like it amps you up. You're like, yeah, yeah. let's do it. And then like the cutoff at the end with the, are you ready for it? (laughs) It's just epic. It's such a good ending. I think she absolutely wrote this song with the visual image of performing it live in mind. Oh, yeah. Because how it worked live opening up that tour was mind-blowing. Like, just absolutely incredible. And, like, I don't think it gets more epic than that. Yeah. And especially because, like, we hadn't, like, seen her. Then the album came out, and it was, like, the hardcore Swifties who were super into it. And this tour sells out so fast. And then, like... We finally get to experience this with her and like her coming out on stage. Like it was just so heightened. So, I can I can only imagine. And like even though I've liked a lot of her album openers, tour openers through the years, I think it's always really exciting and good. I just think this is like the best way to start a tour. Mm-hmm. Like, are you ready for it? Like, yes. Like yes, even we are. even Meet Me at Midnight won't come close to Are You Ready for it? Because we were all like, Yeah, we're ready yeah. for it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Devin. Uh-huh. Do you relate? too ready for it sort of okay not not like really really it's not too relatable but i do like get the aspect of seeing someone who is probably bad news and then just like wanting to take that chance on them Mm. but also knowing like there's a little bit of bad newsness in yourself too Mm. you know the the line knew he was a killer first time that i saw him turns right back around at her with he knew i was a robber first time that he saw me And so both people have some stuff, Mm -hmm. but both people are like, wait a minute, maybe I want that. Mm -hmm. Maybe I want your robberness to my killerness. Mm. And they want anyway. It's like super relatable to be attracted to danger slash the bad boy slash girlness. And there's really something exciting about that. Mm. Um, And and then you realize that that just isn't really sustainable (laughs) and someone winds up getting hurt. (laughs) Or maybe it's that they actually aren't these ways that they prescribe themselves. Sure. Or that they are, but they grow together. Right. Because both both of these titles, killer and robber, are not usually self-imposed. They're usually imposed upon you by... The media, mm-hmm. by the public or whatever. And so that is how Taylor saw her, you know, or was being perceived as, was a lady killer, basically, mm-hmm. and as a robber and, like, you know, running off and stealing hearts and never saying sorry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like, that's who I am. But it looks like you have a little bit of that in you, too, maybe. Mm. She's saying about this other person. Yeah. Or maybe that's just how this person is perceived, but that's not who they are at all. Yeah. And then, but it's really cool because then you get that juxtaposition with the chorus and it's just like it's like who cares about all of that like in my in my dreams like this is how i see you yeah you know and and, the and i know i'm that gonna I be do. with you yeah and you know I'll just take my time yeah it's really interesting so like relatable not really but like i can see how it could be relatable yeah I see because that. like there's absolutely like you know being attracted to a bad boy is totally a thing like yeah that, that's an attractive quality danger for some people. For, many people. For many people. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Gab, do you relate? I don't really relate to this song at all. <laughs> like, that danger part isn't really. I'm, um, I'm not dangerous. No, not, not mm. It was never really something I was drawn to. The bad boy. I'm not a bad boy. <laughs> the only part of it I do relate to is uh, the in the middle of the night in my dreams, you should see the things we do, you know? Mm. We all have dirty dreams sometimes, it's so true. that's just how it is. It's true. <laughs> the futuristic music video 
was directed by Devin's guy, Joseph Kahn. My guy. (laughs) And filmed at the Hawthorne Plaza Shopping Center in Hawthorne, California. Cool. In it, Taylor appears as two versions of herself, donned in a black hooded cloak. She battles against an identical cyborg version of herself. The clip features references to various sci-fi and anime, particularly Blade Runner, Tron, and Ghost in the Shell. And it's full of metaphoric imagery about Taylor challenging her own identity and maybe showing that the only person who can defeat Taylor is Taylor. (sighs) Meta. Whoa. Like, wow, I have not heard Ghost in a Shell in a while. That's a great anime. Yeah, people love that anime. Yeah. Not, not, not so much the live action movie. No, no, not no, no. So the, the actual the anime. anime, yeah. Devin, uh-huh. what do you think about this music video? It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so freaking good. I, I do think that it was maybe like my top 10 music videos, if I'm thinking back to Probably, the music video. Because you gave extra points to all if, the Joseph Kahn ones. If it was directed by, <laughs> yes, everybody, for my ratings, if Joseph Kahn directed, it got a bonus plus one point. Yes. However, it also, if the boyfriend had a goofy haircut in any of her music videos, also got a plus one. Yeah. Also, if her band was in the music video, it got a plus one. True. So it wasn't just Joseph. No, no, but it was I had, part of I had really rating. goofy ratings. If you're interested in listening to that episode, it's on over on our Patreon. It certainly is. She just looks absolutely killer in this music video. She yeah. looks so freaking good. Mm-hmm. That that hooded cloak is so cool. Yeah. She just looks so cool. Yeah. And then the effects of, like, the weird, like, computery, like, circles in her eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, the blue yeah. uh, cyborgy kind of stuff. Like, really cool. The weird and wild sci-fi setting is, like, freaking great. All of the guys with the weird, like, robot masks on. Yeah. Just so cool. I love that there's, you know, just the two Taylors. Are they both robots? Yes. Taylor basically becoming Storm, the Marvel character, at the end and <laughs> yeah. killing all of the robots that have held her captive. Just, like, so freaking good. The the horse bit is so weird. Yeah. It brings me back to, like, blank space with the horse. Yep, absolutely. With her standing on the horse. I'm like, oh, is this a Joseph Kahn thing? Is this a Taylor thing? Like, do Maybe they just, both. like, the white horse thing? Mm-hmm. I love that they they just like stare at each other like the whole time, and then I also love that when she does sing the uh, "So You Can Be My Jailer," Burton to this Taylor, the captive Taylor is the one that says "You Can Be My Jailer," mm. and the and the other Taylor is the one singing for the most oh, part. That's interesting. Very very interesting. If you go and check that out, Joseph Kahn, as we all know, is genius, <laughs> and this music video does not disappoint. It's it's just so good, and I feel like you'll probably go into a couple of Easter eggs. Yeah, I have here. some of those. You know, like, it, there isn't, like, a lot going on in yeah. the music video. It's really cool to look at. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand, like, how they came up with this idea. Yeah, I don't really but... get the story. Like, the atmosphere, Like, totally is reputation-y. Yeah, and the story, sure. kind of, where it's, like, she's challenging her own identity. And, like, she's trapped in this box. So that could be, yeah. like, the way she sees, like, fame is the tailor trapped in the box. Yeah. And one is the other side of her who she truly is that kind of thing she's destroying that version mm-hmm. yeah well that, that'll make sense but yeah. just like the setting i guess doesn't yeah. really make oh i wonder where they came up with i that. just pictured joseph Kahn being like well what if you were a cyborg, what if you were a cyborg? <laughs> and she was like yes <laughs> taylor in the reputation era looks so freaking good in every music video she yeah. is just well actually every single joseph Kahn music video of hers mm-hmm. she looks freaking amazing mm-hmm blank space out of the woods yeah, like, yeah. it's just like oh, 
she's they're so good. Gab, what do you think of this music video? Yeah, I think it's it's really fun and interesting. And like she looks, I agree, she looks incredible in it with that dark red lips, mm-hmm. the winged eyeliner, and like her eyes are so blue in it. And I think that's the big so difference blue. with some of the Joseph Kahn music videos and what you're saying, how good she looks. I feel like he brings out the color of her eyes or her face more. Like yeah. he does so many more zoom ins on her face. Yeah. And she's just freaking stunning. Yeah. That, oh, it's just so. So good. And then, like, I really, I think the scenes that's my favorite is where, like, the two Taylors are face-to-face touching the glass. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Taylor goes into that high, long, held-out high note, and that's when the glass The breaks. glass shatters, yeah. yeah. I think it's so good. Yeah, I, like, I, I agree that it is kind of like a, like, the setting is interesting and visually cool to look at, but it's also kind of like, oh, well, that okay, that's yeah. an interesting different music video. Yeah. You know, but I liked it. I like that it's different, you know. Some Easter eggs in the Ready for It mm-hmm, mm-hmm. music video. Lots of graffiti stuff. So there's an 89 and a 91 graffiti on the wall that are both Taylor and Joe's birth years. Ooh, okay. Apparently, some of the words written in Chinese characters Shown, say, Joseph, mm. both for Khan and Alwyn. Okay. As well as Year of the Snake, because obviously this is reputation after all. Please. The code that Taylor punches in on the keypad is 21, and mm. Joe was born on February 21st. Mm. Other secret messages that are found spray painted on the walls. These are pretty hard to see when you just watch the video, but a lot of users paused and found oh, them. Oh, okay. The number 13, You're Gorgeous, referencing the song Gorgeous. Oh, cool. And like, you know, this came out before we like knew yeah. all those song titles. All Eyes on Us, referencing So It Goes. This Is Enough, referencing King of My Heart. Mm. And I Love You in Secret, referencing Dancing With Our Hands Tied. And then you mentioned the white horse. Um, Taylor rides that looks really similar to the blank space horse, as well as the fact of it being a white horse, Ah, a.k.a. the fearless song title. Some connected the blue lightning in the music video to the lightning from the This Is What You Came For song logo. Oh. That had, like, blue lightning on it. So some people thought that that... And that was all tied up in all the 2016 Taylor disappearing mm-hmm. stuff. That This Is What You Came For uh, Calvin Harris stuff. Apparently, Joseph Kahn called the sword cyborg Nils Sobot, like robot, Shobot, oh, funny. Like Schoberg, in a tweet. And so, like, it's not that far off that the whole, her pseudonym might have been part of the ideas of some of the stuff behind this. Uh-huh. And then the lyrics, they're burning all the witches from I did something bad are graffitied on the stairs at the Ooh. end. That one's pretty clear to see when she's Ooh. up on the stairs. Okay. Yeah. I have to rewatch that then. Yeah. I remember those. seeing that one the first time I saw it and I was like, that's good line. And you're like, ooh, look at that line. Yeah. So super fun music video, a lot of visual stuff mm-hmm. to look at. I like the futuristic yeah, it's pretty nature cool. of it. It's very similar vibes to like Bad Blood. I feel like yeah. Joseph Kahn is interested in the futuristic yeah. vibes. For sure. Because Taylor hasn't really done anything like that since. No. Yeah. Well, now we get to the segment of... Gossip. Taylor first teased a portion of the single on September 2nd, 2017, during ABC's Saturday Night Football broadcast of Florida State versus Alabama, Mm. and it was also used in the introduction to every Saturday Night Football game on ABC that season. No way! Yeah, which is cool, like the, are you ready for it? Yeah. 
Good for her. That's, That's such a good football thing. Yeah. I definitely didn't see any of that because I don't watch college football. <laughs> yeah, especially college football, yeah. <laughs> like, maybe I'll watch three NFL games a season, but I definitely Including watch the Super college Bowl. football. <laughs> but the same day, she announced that the song would be included on her upcoming album, Reputation, and then confirmed its release as a promotional single the next day so on september 3rd the audio of the song was released on youtube like Mm. not released as a single but the audio was on youtube and then it was released as a digital promotional single for people who pre-ordered the entire Mm. album so that was like the big thing with reputation is if you pre-ordered the album you got some of these songs early Mm. so that's like what a lot of us did so we got a lot of the songs before they were even fully released as singles on the radio and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, the teaser that played uh, during this game was met with controversy, um, with many online commentators and media outlets claiming that Taylor was naked in the music video. Oh! Uh, Subsequently, Taylor posted an Instagram story denouncing the claims with a selfie of her wearing the bodysuit captioned, It truly warms my heart that people had so much to say about this (laughs) bodysuit. She's like, I'm not naked. (laughs) And I feel like people probably even had less to say when eventually, like, a naked, like, mannequin version of Taylor appeared in Kanye West's famous music video. Mm -hmm. The song uses all sorts of heist and Hollywood metaphors for Taylor to ultimately, like, proclaim that she found the right person for her in Mr. Joe Allen. Mm -hmm. And she says, you know, in the middle of the night, in my dreams, I know I'm going to be with you, so I take my time. And he's also reflected in the lyrics, younger than my exes, but he act like such a man. Mm. (laughs) Mm. And then the lyrics... Knew he was a robber, first time that he saw me, stealing hearts and running off and never saying sorry. But if I'm a thief, then he can join the heist and we'll move to an island. Taylor explained uh, some of her robbers and thieves metaphors during her iHeartRadio Reputation album release party. Hmm. She said, the way that's presented and ready for it is basically finding your partner in crime. And it's like, oh, my God, we're the same. We're the same. Oh, my God. Let's rob banks together. This is great. Mm. And we'll hear that theme carried on throughout the rest of the record, but not exactly in the same way as you heard it and ready for mm. it. And it's cool that she, like, describes that that idea and, like, what you were kind of saying, that finding that counterpart in Joe, mm. but then also discussing that idea when she sings, like, about Getaway Car, where she's the right. one... You know, who was the traitor. Yep. And, you know, and turned in someone else and all of that. So it's it's cool that I hadn't really thought about the theme in regards to the whole album. Mm. I always just thought about Getaway Cars, its own kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. So the lyric, he can be my jailer, Burton to this Taylor, as we talked about before, references Elizabeth Taylor, massive Hollywood actress, best known probably for her seven marriages, <laughs> the most famous of which was to Richard Burton, another huge star at the time. The pair were married for 10 years, got divorced, and then got married again for a year. Yeah. <laughs> So people always talk about how, like, passionate their relationship was or, like, that he was her true love, even though she's been married seven times and all of that. And it was also very, very, very publicized public relationship. Yeah. And, like, by comparing herself to Elizabeth Taylor, Taylor also kind of addresses that perception of her own romantic history of, like, going through men. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's just like, yeah, like, Burton to this Taylor. Like, okay, you're going to say I'm like that? Sure, you can be my Burton. Like, Yeah, very interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Devin, uh-huh. what's your favorite line in Ready For It? <laughs> so I just love... <laughs> You're going to sing it? I'm, I'm going to try. But if I'm a thief, then he can join the heist stand. We'll move to an island. And, and, and. <laughs> so good. So good. 
I, I just love the way that that line rolls. But if I'm a thief, then he can join the heist. And we'll I move love, to an I love like the and, way the lyrics go into the jailer. next line. You know, the way she sings them. Yeah. They go right into the next line. Right into the next line. Yeah, she. Th- this this song is so catchy. It's so good, and I I can't believe that there was a time when I didn't like this song or this album. Ugh. I know, really. It doesn't make any sense to me. Gab, what's your favorite line? My favorite line is the one that took me the longest to learn how to sing. <laughs> it goes, I'm probably not going to get it right, <laughs> right now because I'm getting nervous, but every lover known in comparison is a failure. I forget their names now. I'm so very tame now. Yeah, nice. It was so hard for me to learn that one, and I always wanted to get it. Like, just the way she, like says comparison which is so many syllables mm-hmm. so fast but i also love just the sassiness of this line like i forget their names now i'm so very tame now yeah you know yeah and also like good for joe every lover known in comparison is a failure yep he's for everything yep and good for good for him still is yeah okay Devin. uh-huh from one to ten island breezes Ooh. what do you give ready for it oh island breezes right? that's kind of nice so right nice okay so i'm like I just since we haven't done our top 20 ranking in a while I I don't actually know if it's a top 20 song for me anymore was it before on there it was oh that's so interesting I didn't know that yeah yeah like it was I freaking love this song yeah so I'm gonna give it a nine okay it's great because I don't know I can't remember yeah it's it's a nine very close to a 10 very cusp ish Mm. it's just got a lot going for it it it's got so much amazingness, and then, like I said, all all of the parts of it that make up this wonder in my head, basically, of what Ready for It is. Yeah. And like, I'll just randomly on YouTube search Ready for It Reputation Tour <laughs> just to see <laughs> that very beginning part. Yeah, and so and good. and cry. It, it's so good, and and like the song is so catchy. It gets stuck in your head so easily. There's so much like happening in it. Max Martin and Shellback, like chef's kiss Mm -hmm. you know it's just so good gab from one to ten island breezes what do you give ready for it i give ready for it also nine oh okay Uh, yeah it's it's just it's a fantastic song i think it's hard to separate the song from the fact of it being an album opener and a tour opener i feel like that like cements it as like such a just like an epic song yeah and the memories with it are just so good and like i always enjoy listening and singing along to it yeah you know for sure. The only thing that, like, keeps me from listening to it all the time is the fact that, like, Taylor doesn't own the master. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the only thing. Which will be very, will be interesting to It'll see. Be interesting. What happens in the next few weeks. What? what she performs. Yeah. Listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Tata Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. Did you get to see Ready For It opening the Reputation Tour? Ugh. Have you seen it on the Netflix video, or uh, as Devin calls, the DVD? The DVD. Is this not your favorite song? No. Did you know the lyrics and the verses before this episode? Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> and remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Yes, thank you as always to our patrons. You are the absolute best. Thank you. Well, next episode we'll be covering Red from Red. <laughs> Taylor's version. <laughs> Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This is Tay to Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.